Rookie Fever, the show that looks closely at NFL rookie values all year long. Let's go! Let's get this show going, man. Hurry up, hurry up! With your hosts, Swagzilla Zero G. We can't all be winners. And Mike, the feverish Fidero. never in a vacuum! Nothing is in a vacuum! The Rookie Fever Podcast. We're just having fun and we're working, baby. That's it, baby. Come. Welcome back to Rookie Fever, episode 351. We having fun, and I'm here as always with the feverish Fernero. The feverish Fernero kicking my ass at predictions this year. Kicking my ass. But feverish, how... Like, I don't know why I just thought of this. We're like 351 episodes in. I don't know how many episodes exactly we've had with this intro. How, like, this, the voice guy that you got us, first of all, is freaking amazing. Yeah, but cool. how do you think he felt when he's like, Swagzilla Zero G? <laughs> what the hell are these guys even doing? Any and, of our listeners have the been with us. Fanero? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and he, and he says paid. it so seriously. So, you know what I mean? Like, I get paid to read this. This is what is this Twitter handle? Swagzilla zero G. Yeah, he probably enjoyed it. I can't do it like him. I mean, it's better than doing the normal humdrum voiceovers. I bet. Yeah, you know, it probably like, is. Whole heart and energy into that. I remember the very first record because you mentioned uh, Swagzilla zero G. If you remember. He had to do a pickup for that because we were using your previous Twitter handle for our first couple of years. So we had to get him mm. to reread. And I think while we did that, we decided that Swagzilla ZRD did such a good job coining the feverish Venero that that had to be added as well. Yes. So. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. But we kept all the good old stuff. Uh, the good old days. Yeah, you got to keep the good old stuff in there. Um, which, man, like, so... It's it's crazy that we're talking about all this, and it's kind of like I'm reminiscing now. And <laughs> what a weird time to mention hide your chub with oh. the Nicholas Chubb. New, yeah. I mean, we, he was Sir Nicholas Chubb. Oh yeah, to us like early on, like one of our first seasons of the show, like one of yeah. our big rookies, and then to come kind of full circle and the idea that maybe it's over as we've seen it in the past. And um, obviously I think he's the kind of guy you and I've talked a little bit and you, you mentioned something similar to this, but he seems like the kind of guy that's going to want to at least come back. Yeah. He doesn't Not have that before. contract though. Teams yeah. are going to be worried at what, yeah. if he comes back and a team signs him. I mean, we're watching all these successful vets that don't have health issues have problems getting <laughs> contracts. I mean, they're beat up. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. They're not like the same players, but they, they aren't rehabilitating nope. something that they haven't even have operated on yet for that matter. Like we're not even to that stage. Mm-hmm. He's going to be older. No contract. 28 years old, right? 27. Now? Yep. yep. So what do you do? What I are think- you doing? I mean, you and I talked, you said that he's your highest rostered running back. Yeah, uh, second highest. Second highest. So I mean, Damian, I mean, what do Damian you do? Like, do you are you willing to bite the bullet and accept what you know? Because you and I have talked about it, and we don't know facts, but we can have some pretty damn strong assumptions. Yeah. Like, what are you doing with those? How 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 cheap can you sell out? Well, some of the deals you were getting, I think, were only. Like, I don't even know if you can get those today. Like, I feel like it's settled in. It's usually like a strong reaction right off the bat, and then reality settles in, and the reality brings you closer to not being as upset. Mm-hmm. I feel like every day that goes by, the more I realize, like, even when people report about Nick Chubb and how gruesome that was, and I know I know it was gruesome, um, it just it starts to sound like we all know that he's done. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I think this year in particular where, where everything you just said was so true that running backs have been, I don't want to say disrespected, but they certainly aren't getting paid what wide receivers are getting paid, even tight ends. I mean, we were talking about Cole Komet and how much money he got. And yeah. so, like, to, to see Nick Chubb at this age with the no contract, that kind of injury, like, I think you just don't want to feel it. But 
I think it's, it's not even going to get the tag. It's, it's like Stone Cold over. Yeah, I think you know, and so I think I think you got to get whatever you can get to answer your question. Um, like he and I might know even, that you were better. He might at not that even than. be on a team for rehabilitation yeah. next year. Yeah, it's very possible. Very possible. I mean, whatever you can get is tough too, though, right, Swags? Because there's there's probably going to be you and I both believe that he's going to try to make a comeback. So <clears throat> I guess I'm not giving him away for free. You know, especially with IR, like if I if I don't have to give him away for free and, and I can wait for at least, you know, rumors in an off season that he's looking healthier than ever, that he's working harder than ever. We see start seeing workout tapes. You'll be able to get a little bit more. But I, I think you, I think your best bet is to get out as soon as you can. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's a lot of ifs getting to that. Even with a glass narrative. half full, like what does yeah. he become like yep. the end of Melvin Gordon's career? Yeah. Pretty much. It kind of like hopping around yeah. and you're picking them up off waivers, hoping it works out in this spot because namesake alone. And you're like, oh, man, there's only this guy there. But mm-hmm. then he's still cut or moves on to the next team. Yep. Um, I think with all that said, I think that you should be proactive in trying to move on from him and start with your bottom feeders. Um, some Teams will make weird trades just to get points out of their lineup if it's a vet. And sometimes seeing like an IR or somebody that's out and getting rid of points and them knowing that their picks will be able to move up a little bit higher um, with their tank could get you something. I'd say look for aged players or forgotten players. Um, Finero, that's one of the reasons I had the one deal i mean somebody we don't mention we haven't mentioned much and like you and i both talk about tight ends a ton and it's trey mcbride mm-hmm. if want to do a rookie rewind so i guess somebody wants to but and like we're so we're still kind of waiting for a breakout and we know that that shouldn't have happened in his rookie year nope now we're in our second year, and you don't even mention him because people are so displeased that he he didn't succeed. You know, we know how this works. So, yeah, kind of that forgotten player. So one deal I got, Zach Ertz with Trey McBride. That's nice. And then the other one I had to tra- add a third to Nick Chubb for Derrick Henry. And that, that, yeah. was, that was a counter offer that was sent to me. The first nice. offer, he wanted my second, and I countered with straight up, and then he countered with the third, and I accepted. Nice. Because I was almost like, hey, I'm, a, I'm almost a fool if I don't do – you know what I mean? Like, I need to yep. get out of this. Yep. No, I, I like both of those deals. Yeah, no, I think they're great examples, too, because uh, they're certainly not giving Chubb away. You're getting an asset back. You're getting points in your lineup. The Ertz, yep. the Ertz thing is great, too, because, you know, Ertz looks good right now. Uh, double digit points in PPR two weeks in a row. Plus, you get his predecessor, which was a yep. decent draft pick that we all like, Trey McBride. Um, again, uh, you called uh, a forgotten piece, I could say. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe you even got him early, but you get Zach Ertz. Yeah. You know, yeah. to, to give you that to segue to yeah. McBride, hopefully. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it, that was a, I really like that one in particular. Um, I didn't even bother asking you, uh, is this tight end premium? I thought it, <laughs> it is. You know? it is. I thought it was a good deal regardless. But I, w- I would look at those 0-3 teams. Mm-hmm. There's probably two or three in your league right now that feel like a little bit hopeless. And they might they might just think, yeah, maybe he could be a part of my rebuild. It's mm-hmm. hard for a, lo- a lot of people like Nick Chubb. And it's hard to let it go. You want to believe. Um, in fantasy football, we have crazy narratives and it's the one time we can all be positive (laughs) and so um i don't know yeah i think you got to get out though it it sucks yeah it really does it is too bad i'm gonna have to take take your advice and do it in more of my leagues because i'm not moving as fast as you are and and like i said i think it's i think it's only going to get worse for like the next six months yeah 351. <laughs> 351. All right. So I guess we'll get on to the top 12. Ooh. All right. Talk about some of that. Unless you want something, anything else you want. I, I talked about a non rookie for. I love it. A minute. Anytime we get a chance to talk about Sir Nicholas. And and I think uh, rightfully so. We uh, I feel like he's fans. ours. He really is ours. I, that's how I, I mean, feel about it. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, we should have brought we should have brought the the intro back with Chubb in there. That's what we should have done. I almost I have a couple of rookie fin- fever in old intros on my yeah, board, but I don't know exactly which ones they are. I think the one that I think I've got Hawk Smash. Oh, you have to have Hawk Smash. I know you got that one handy. So number one tight end this year, Hawk Smash. Yeah. How about that? That's How about that's, that. Yeah. Tight end one. Small sample size and Kelsey was at one week with tight end number one. You know, that that brought up an interesting point. So do you have do you have a final thought? <laughs> I'm gonna. I swear, Swags. I will come prepared with a final thought next time. But I'm gonna let you down again with no final thought. All right. I'm gonna. I'll save it for the end of the show. Oh, nice. Um, because it's a final thought. We want to keep them around for that important shit. <laughs> exactly. Uh, last week, like, I, I'm surprised how rusty I was at this top twelve. Um, first of all, in the notes, I left out some stuff that I think is fun and valuable information. Second of all. We went one through twelve, and normally we go twelve uh, yeah. to one. Man, it's like it's like our first year doing this or something. And I think it's important we start with number twelve. Yeah, I think Jalen so Hyatt, wide receiver, fifty-one, two catches, two targets, total of eighty-nine yards. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it I was mean, the wow. only splash of offense the Giants had last week. And it was kind of sexy. I mean, the separation he would get on on the long ball was very nice. But uh, couldn't do that against San Francisco this week. No, Wondell Robinson. Yeah, back from the grave. He doesn't scare me, by the way. I'm not investing in Mr. Wondell Robinson. I know a lot of people got excited about him coming back. I'm like, I'm really glad I'm not excited about Wondell Robinson coming back. But you go do that. that. But... Getting a little excited about Hyatt. You though. sound a little, a little excited bit. about Hyatt, though. Just yeah, a little bit. Say. Yeah, it's a little. It's as a Giants fan, what I saw him open up because Slayton is that guy, right? Slayton's like the field stretcher, and mm-hmm. you know Slayton's aight, but <laughs> Jalen Hyatt, he won the Blitnikoff. You know, like it's not like he. It's not like he. Uh, I know the draft capital was a little later than people thought. Third round, I get it. Like second round would have been nicer, but why can't it be a value? I mean, look at Puka out there. Why not a value? Why can't I get yeah. Jalen Hyatt in the third round at a value and he become my new field stretcher? Uh, because, like again, I think Slayton's a guy. So maybe Hyatt can actually be the Giants' field stretcher. I liked it. I liked it. He was forced into a little extra playing time, only had the two catches, but he made them count. So are you going to try to buy a little Hyatt after the quieter Thursday night? To be honest with you, yeah, I think I think I'm I'm all right buying some Hyatt at, at the price that I know he's at. Which Nick which Chubb really, for Hyatt? Oh yeah, I would love that. I love it. Love it. Nick Chubb for Hyatt? Why don't you try it? <laughs> oh my God, who's number eleven? It's worth a shot. It's worth a <laughs> or shot. Or maybe not. Zay Flowers, top twelve again, right? Was top twelve again weeks in a row. But, Steve, he did finish below Dalton Kincaid this week. Mm, Dalton Kincaid. But, yeah, Zay Flowers, four receptions, five targets, 62 yards, one out of the backfield for six yards. Um, one carry, that is, excuse me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what do you think in here? Do you know? Do you know? Actually, you, you have no idea what I was thinking, but what I was thinking was... <laughs> I don't think anybody wants to know what I was thinking. I was thinking, I do. No, I do. Is it the six yards that put him in the top twelve? Like I was trying to do the points. Like, did he need that one carry for six yards to make the top twelve? No. Um. Yes. No. I can't do that. Uh, I think he would have. He might have actually. It might have changed his spot. Like he might have been behind Jalen Hyatt, but I don't think that he would have missed it. I don't think that Tajay Spears would have had quite enough to um, push him all the way out. Well, talking about pushing out, has Zay Flowers pushed out Bateman after just two weeks? In your mind, is Zay Flowers better than Bateman after just two weeks, or do we um, not know? Am I? Am I? I don't think we done? know. Okay. I don't think we know. With I feel like I'm the almost player ready to coming say back that. from injury, and <laughs> yep, I, no, I think it's. I, I think it's definitely like. I don't think it's crazy to say that, but I don't think we know either. Like, I want to give Bateman some more time yeah. to see how he gets back from injury. Totally. Um, 
let him get more comfortable with being back. He's probably being cautious and doesn't want to get hurt again. Yeah. Um, I want to give it some time, but man, I mean, Hyatt looks Hyatt looks for real. Like, yeah, not not flowers. Excuse me. <laughs> you can keep saying Hyatt looks for real. I know. Well, <laughs> I had to look back down under notes, but um, I don't I don't want to be stubborn to this. We'll see what happens through the weekend here. Fair enough. But but I'm still I have my same concerns still with this offense. I just don't yep. think we've seen quite enough yet. And, um, I mean, even at that, like, we're still, I mean, he's a wide receiver 50. Yep. I mean, that's not, that's not that cool. That's not that cool. It's it's promising, you know, but that's not that cool. Still a lot more to see. Dalton Kincaid was a tight end one, though. Yes, he was. (laughs) And this is something we talked about, too, a lot of the offseason. It's like right around where he was getting drafted. Yeah, it doesn't take much to be a tight end one. Uh Uh-uh. So Kincaid, five catches, six targets, 43 yards, no touchdown yet. No. But I, I'm liking Dalton Kincaid more and more. Yeah, I am too. This is this is one of those guys that you want. If anyone's foolish enough to believe that his start is slow or they want to say, well, Dawson Knox has two touchdowns already. Dawson Knox, they love him. He's going to be there. This is your opportunity. Like if, if you want to, like, you know, if you're one of those people that don't, don't understand that you need to wait on your rookie tight ends and that this is all you really need to see from your rookie tight ends to get excited mm-hmm. about them, jump in. But I don't think anyone's fallen for Dalton Kincaid sucking. So good luck with that. But um, yeah, are, are I, you, I wish I had more. I have one share of Dalton Kincaid. Are you putting in any waiver claims for Dontavian Wicks? I'm not. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I care either. <laughs> no, maybe I should, but I, I, I like Jaden Reed there a ton. They're going to get Watson back. Um, yep. Dobbs. I just like too many targets. You know what I mean? I even like Musgrave. Like, I can't. I can't like all those guys and like Wicks. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's just too many guys. Right. Like, I can't like them all. So like, he's just one of those guys I didn't know coming into the process very well anyway. So I'm just like right. kind of pretending he doesn't exist until I'm proven otherwise. And certainly being at the bottom of a rookie top twelve week two is not proving me otherwise yet. Yeah. I've seen some crazy names um, down here. That's why crazy names down here. I'm with you. I think I'd rather save my fab. Yeah, exactly. And if if you win Wix, there's probably not too many people in your league you're going to be able to trade him to. If I felt like there was more hype behind it, but just being wide receiver 46, two catches, yep. four targets, like you only make a top 12 list with a bunch of other rookies. Yep. And um, the touchdown that he got. That's how yeah. he really got there. Yeah. Yep. So... Yeah, can't take it away from them, but you certainly can't depend on, you know, what the wide receiver four on the team to get a touchdown every week. So mm-hmm. it's not, you know, if if four 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 might be generous to be honest. Uh, this this Wicks catch looks more like that tight end that catches the ball instead of your tight end. You know, that tight end. You're like, who? Freaking that guy's still on that team? I thought he was gone. Mercedes yeah. Lewis. What? How did he score a touchdown? I thought he retired. That that kind of thing. But Wicks winds up being rookie 12, 11, 10, rookie 9? Yeah, rookie 9, top 10. Yeah. It's all about that touchdown. And then then we get oh. into some serious business. The guy's getting more um, targets than ju- even things, you thought. Things just change here uh, when we get into Jameer Gibbs because he's actually like an RB2. Yes, he is. Comes now in RB21. Starting to tear up a little bit here. Starting to tear up into some real fantasy points. We so seven carries though only seventeen yards. Yeah, not didn't love that. They do not want to run him between the tackles. Yeah, seven for nine they in the passing game. He so he got a lot of those points just PPR. Um, I think Craig Reynolds is going to out touch him this week. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think no. I I think, I think Gibbs might. is going to keep getting more work. I think Gibbs is going to get more than seven carries. But I wouldn't be stunned if it was 11 or 12 and Craig Reynolds has 16. That could happen. Yeah, yeah. That could actually happen. I just don't think. But but Gibbs is still going to score. So he got 14.35 points last week. Um, I would not be stunned at all to see him put up 20. Yeah, I, I could see that. Um, I think Reynolds will slowly go away. Oh, yeah. I agree with that, too. I just don't know how long Montgomery's going to be out. Is Montgomery out for sure? I think he is this week, yeah. Okay. Almost positive. 
Sam Laporta. Yeah, man. Tight end five, five catches, six targets, 63 yards, and what was it, 14.3 points? 14.8 points. 14.8. Eights and threes. Eights I mean, they're basically the same thing. He he looks the part. <laughs> yeah, no, and they're feeding him. I was wrong. I really was. I thought I, I get really caught up in this thing where, uh, you know, is the next Gronk because he's on New England, mm. that kind of thing. He's an, you know, he's going to get all the Hawkinson. It's like, but he's not Hawkinson. Like, no. why does everyone do that? Like, so I just went so far the other way. Not that I didn't like Laporta. We, you and I were talking about Laporta the, all. The price all. was high. Right. The price was so high that, you know, I was picking up Michael Mayer even. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it was it was crazy. Like, he was becoming a value later. Um, but Laporta, for sure, is looking like he's going to absolutely have a nice, decent NFL career. And Detroit wants to give him the ball. I really thought that they were going to play money ball with their tight ends because that's what they did when Hawkinson left. And this is a rookie tight end, but they do seem to be funneling to him. Um, I remember that, uh, that that opening game versus Kansas City. I just couldn't believe it. I'm like, that's a tight end. That's not a rookie wide receiver. That's a rookie tight end. Why are you trusting him this much? Why are you yeah. throwing him the ball that much? Why are you? It didn't make any sense to me. Um, he's just good. He's good. Yeah. He's picked up the offense quickly. Uh, Detroit knows it. They want to use him, and uh, it would be an exciting dynasty asset to have that I do not own. Yeah, I agree. I don't even know if I have any. I haven't haven't been able to. I can promise because, like you said, it. the price just seems a little yeah. off still. You know, for a tight yeah. end, and it's it's a up and down position. No matter, how, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't. I don't feel like talking about it. <laughs> 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 Jordan I mean, I, Addison, though. Yeah, Jordan say, Addison, wide receiver, he, 29. He definitely looks like, again, uh, we can say just after two weeks, I think, that Jordan Addison is the real deal. We don't have to worry about Jordan Addison busting. No. Uh, he looks, In that he looks offense, it just seems yeah. like it's on fire. Yeah, it really does, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean. I was hoping that would happen. I, I uh, definitely uh, had uh, put some stock into Kirk Cousins this offseason. Yeah. So sixteen point two points, wide receiver three. That's that's in your lineup. Oh hell yeah, yep. And then we have our first hit from week two in mm-hmm. Jaden Reed, <laughs> who's wide receiver twenty four catches, eight targets, thirty seven <laughs> yards, and two touchdowns. Freaking killing it this year, uh, Fenero. I have no idea how I don't. That was weird though. That was a weird one. Yeah. It's because you. I felt. You, I felt. What do you mean? Reed you have vibe. no idea. You you knew I just that. Had a vibe. Same thing with Puka. Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. I have my vibe. My, my my sensors are on this year. I don't know what to tell you. Um, I got one for you this week too. Yeah, Puka, man. Yeah. Well, I get to pick first because yeah, I'm not good. Pick. You still won't pick mine. Oh man, I'm gonna try now. Mine's mine. I'm just gonna like try you. so hard to pick yours. <laughs> <laughs> I love I'm it. gonna overthink it. <laughs> You're going to be like, why the (laughs) hell would you pick him? (laughs) Or you'll do what I did last week and you'll think you you outsmart everybody and pick somebody that was in the top 12 the previous week. Yeah, (laughs) I might. Because you're trying to outsmart me. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, Okay, I got one. You you were going to pick Gibbs. He's going to do it again. Gibbs going to do it again. No Montgomery Mm. now. But Marvin Mims made it for the first time. Yeah, he did. Wide receiver, 16, two catches, two targets. Only two targets. 113 <laughs> yards and a touchdown. Jalen Hyatt did that. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I'm just going to go out and catch two balls and get 100 yards. Yeah. Um, sorry, I'm slow. This is going to be this is going to be Marvin Mims. points. This will be Marvin Mims all year. You're going to get like one or two more weeks of this, in my opinion. Unless there's a significant injury to Judy again or Sutton, mm-hmm. I just don't see enough on this offense uh, for Marvin Mims to be anything more than boom or bust. Exciting, though. Very exciting. Mm-hmm. I think he's a great athlete. I think he's better than Jalen Hyatt. I made I made up my mind about that. I do. I think Marvin Mims is better than Hyatt. So I think there's a, there's a better dynasty future probably for Mims, but this year is going to be tough. Yeah, I, I could see that. Um. So, all right, Tank Dell. You mean Nathaniel? Uh, yes, sure. 
<laughs> is his name I'm Nathaniel? Not, uh, yes, I'm not calling him Tank. <laughs> I know now. Now he has hit the top twelve. In fact, I think that you, it three. sounds like he's in trouble when you call him Nathaniel. <laughs> you know what, though, you you put a Mon Ra in your doghouse back in the day, and a Mon Ra rose up and said, yeah. "I am the Sun God, and I will prove you wrong. Yes. I am God. I will let Tank Dell prove to me he's a tank." Because I'm not buying it. He's like five foot six, mm-hmm. 150 pounds, really, really fast, really, really valuable for Houston. I don't think Tank Dell is going to last long in this yeah. NFL. He's that, that's tank. how I feel about Tutu Atwell as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tutu's tiny guy too. He's like 165 or something. I mean, yeah, he's, they're tiny he's dudes. dudes. They're, they wind up being like gadgety specialty players that, yep. you know, have like short careers. So Tank Dell, 22.2 points. Not a LeBron for the long haul. Seven catches on 10 targets for 72 (laughs) yards and a TD. Finero says Tank. Nathaniel will tank, says Finero. At some point, yeah. 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 I'm still not there, dude. No, and I get it, too. Like, I mean, and that's why I was even kind of like, okay, Tank Dell. (laughs) Dude, the next two people on our list, number two and number one, were already number two and number one. I know. <laughs> and and they both have scored 50 fantasy points each throughout two weeks. Wow. That's sick. Now, we knew Bijan Robinson might be one of those names, but who the hell knew Puka was going to be right up there as rookie number one this week with 30 yeah, points? Two weeks in a row. Points. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. And Bijan, dude. Dude, I heard something today. Yes, dude. I think he ran. He's run. Oh, I don't want to misspeak. I think I heard that he ran twenty-three wide receiver routes through two weeks. That's wow. that's absurd. Yeah, that's like, a lot. He's just out there, like, and he's also their number one wide receiver right now. I mean, yeah. that's not saying much. And 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 Ritter seems like he might be a disappointment. And but I mean, that just that just means more for Bijan, more dump ball passes, more lining up. Like, ugh, this is just the beginning, guys. If you think you're liking what you're seeing now, mm-hmm. it's it's actually, in my opinion, only going to get better. Like throughout the season, I think Bijan is going to make a lot of you very, very happy. Yeah, 19 touches, 124 yards, four for five in the passing game, Love 26.95, it. 172 all-purpose yards for Bijan Robinson, <laughs> and still comes in as only RB eight. I mean, that's crazy. How does that happen? Um, <laughs> yeah, but if, I don't. I don't. Let's hope somebody looked that up right. I wonder. Um, <laughs> I wonder what the price is for Bajan Robinson. Ah, absurd, absurd. I would pay it. Yeah, I feel like he kind of. I will well, give you. Uh, I will give you Nicholas Chubb and Tank Dell. <laughs> that's a joke. That, that is a lot. That's. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> let's, give that, let's give that one some careful thought. Fernero's like, Nathaniel. It's Nathaniel to you. <laughs> um, but, but then Puka, wide receiver yeah. three, 20 targets, <laughs> 15 Come catches. Come on with that. This, this week he Come has the amount of catches targets. that he had targets the yeah, week before. So his that. targets went up. 147 yards, two for four on the ground. <laughs> I mean, what is going on? Um, I hope some people listened to you last week because the price is doubled. Yeah. I really hope. point six points. You you told people, do not wait. You specifically said before this game, do not wait. You didn't say he was going to blow up the same way again. You didn't say he was going to get 20 targets. You said when somebody does that week one, you do not hesitate. Yeah. So if you were one of those people, hit us up. I would love to hear that you got to capitalize off of some good advice because Puka is getting expensive. Yeah, yeah, rightly so. I'm starting um, to hear, like, who cares when Cups comes back? Yeah. They'll be great together. I'm starting to hear that now. You know, right. that, that Whether you agree with it or not, right, like anybody who just heard that, it doesn't matter. It just means the hype is real. It's out there, and yeah. somebody is going to pay big for them. So. Well, and so this brings us to our final thoughts. 
which we can have some conversation around final thoughts this week. But so I have three final thoughts. Okay. And the first one is go to Dynasty Nerds and put in code FEVER. Save yourself 15%. The second one is go to CampusCanton.com. Put in code FEVER. Save 10%. Um, you're, you're set up for Dynasty. You're set up for Devi. Canton to Canton. Um, set up. Plus, they know you're listening to the podcast. Which always helps. Um, those are my first two final thoughts. My, my third one is this. like, So we talk a lot about opportunity we, we talk sometimes about how targets are earned. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I believe that to a point, but I believe more in opportunity. Mm-hmm. And I think Amon Ross St. Brown is um, an easier example for me to use for this just be, because of, a, of history and how he did his rookie year, how he did last year, and now how he's starting his third season. But... I think it's about opportunity. So let's kind of use Puka a little bit here too. And like, we don't know that Puka would have had this opportunity if he had a healthy Cooper cup. We, we don't know if maybe, you know, we like to say all the time, like, or a lot of you used to like to say that Amon Ra is only doing this because Hawkinson is out because you know what I mean? Because we're missing this guy. Um, even last year when Jameson hadn't even played a game, we were missing him. We, you know what I mean? This happened when this player was out, but that happened. And then he got opportunity. And when they get that opportunity, if you capitalize on it, your team gets to see what you have earlier. Mm -hmm. And so that's what we need to be looking for is opportunity, early opportunity. And then you have to also understand players like JSN, you mentioned Marvin Mims. We're probably not going to see this all the time. Their opportunity is completely different. It doesn't mean they're going to have a poor future because they have draft capital that's going to help them out continuously. Yep. But they they may not get the opportunity. This I mean, I I hope you don't think that you're just going to like walk into your job and talk to somebody in your role as superior as DK Metcalf or Tyler Lockett have been and think you're just going to take a job for him. His opportunity is absolutely different at this point. It doesn't mean it's not going to open up for him, but with the Monroe St. Brown, I saw opportunity and then mm-hmm. he ended up capitalizing with it. And, and so I think the fair thing to actually say and, and to not be stubborn and cocky, um, is that we don't know if he would have had that opportunity with a healthy Hawkinson, with a healthy Swift, with the other healthy stars and vets on the team. We don't, maybe they wouldn't get that opportunity. We might not have gotten a Monroe St. Brown if it weren't for opportunity because he might have had to wait. He might be on another team. You're constantly like going into new offenses, traded. You never know. Like, you never know. Um, same with Puka. Like mm-hmm. Finero saw an absolute opportunity. He liked what he saw in the prospect. Um, I, I don't think Finero knew what he was getting into. I don't think that like Finero was like, he's going to be a wide receiver three, like we do, you know, but you saw something a lot based on opportunity. And now the team is seeing it. And now he has earned his targets. And like we said, like, we're not so worried about Cooper Cup because, I mean, is he going to get 20 targets a game? Um, that would be insane, first of all. <laughs> but yeah, I, don't, I don't think the targets are going away. I think I'm getting better coverage with Cooper Cup out there and our easier coverage. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> absolutely. Yeah. So um, I don't think this is one of those things where he's succeeding because Cooper Cup is gone. I think this is one of those things where he got the opportunity to succeed this early because Cooper Cup was gone. But when you see them capitalize with the opportunity in the NFL like they are two weeks in a row, when you're playing as a wide receiver one as a rookie, um, the league has taken notice. Yes. And and so is Matthew Stafford. Um, 
that's kind of my final thought, Fenero. I I, uh, I don't know what you think about that or if it's just like BS, but I think those yeah. opportunities and being able to find them and not just thinking like, if this guy and this guy gets hurt, this fifth rounder is going to be the man. Like I think about the Cardinals. Like how many rookies did we like on the Cardinals team that mm-hmm. year that they had Josh Rosen? Yep. Yeah. And and we're just like making reasons and narratives yeah, and absolutely. Um, but none of them really had an opportunity because they had Josh Rosen, and it, yeah, and, and Larry Fitzgerald for that matter, who was still a pretty decent wide receiver one in the team. Like we thought that he was gone because of age alone, and then like it, the opportunities weren't created. I, I'm I there's, there's two things I'll say. One is the example you gave is is a great one. Um, I'm if it's possible for me to give Matthew Stafford more credit and more respect, it was this year with this Puka stuff, he loses Cooper cup and he turns Puka into Cooper cup. So I don't want to give it all to Puka. I think Matthew Stafford is doing some pretty unreal things over there at his age. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think he could be freaking dangerous with cup coming back. Um, The two of them could be unbelievable. Kareem Hunt is another example of somebody that got an opportunity early in his career as a rookie that shined, right? Like we, Mm -hmm. we we might not have Kareem Hunt if Carlos Hyde doesn't get hurt in the off season. Um, I like looking at it the other way Mm -hmm. sometimes too. Like Khalil Herbert has Khalil Herbert done enough to take advantage of his opportunity. I'm going to say no, that opens the door for Roshan Johnson. Right. And you kind of saw that coming. But now everyone's seeing it. Everyone's seeing that Khalil Herbert's not taking advantage of that opportunity. They gave it to him. Like, yeah, we drafted a guy in the fourth round, but and they told everybody, Khalil Herbert, you're our guy. And you see Roshan digging in. So, yeah, opportunity, I think, is huge. We've talked about that in the past. And um, sometimes you have to bet on opportunity. And, and uh, it's a team sport. So, like you said, if, if a wide receiver gets a great opportunity and the, and the quarterback sucks, um, it's not going to do much good. Also, um, anybody that's been around her for a while, like, knows I'm not um, huge into analytics or yep. how a lot of them are portrayed to us. But, but, <laughs> put in Code Fever on some of Dave Wright's work, and you, he's warned us about players like Herbert as early as last year, and. Um, I just don't think he ever was that great. Everybody just all like you'll have a share of a cheap running back and you see David Montgomery and you start to go away. David Montgomery go away and you start to create narratives. And um, a lot of those narratives are uh, hope and you get stuck on those. And then check out Dave Wright's work. Oh, absolutely. Always a good idea. Code fever. Code fever to save zero. people like <laughs> codes that save them zero <laughs> hey but tell dave we sent you yeah um, dave's know. an awesome follow too on twitter so get a hold of dave right dave right dave i think he would agree with you yeah 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 so what uh, happened what happened last last week, week i don't know you're what, a, what were week two results you're a bad word finero <laughs> <laughs> so Fenero comes into week two with 23 points to my negative seven. Correct. And he picks Zach Charbonnet, who obviously we didn't mention. Ooh, yep. Was 22 overall, gets you negative 10 points. You got plus eight. Oh, I did your math wrong. You got actually, plus eight? You got, I did your math wrong. You got, um,. Plus eight from Reed, but minus ten from Charbonnet. So you only you had negative two on the week. So you only uh. have twenty one points right now, which is still way better than me. But I gave you twenty five. I did it the wrong way. Yeah, that would have been. I like the twenty five. I know. I even. But you're still crushing it. So he got the points for Jaden Reed, and then Zach Charbonnet did not finish. So he's still eligible for the top. 12 if I pick him, but Fenero will not be allowed to pick him. Correct. Fenero will also be able to pick. Oh, you are yeah. a jerk. That's nice, isn't it? So that's how you know I'm not going to pick the players you want. <laughs> no, that's not why. Huh. But 
that that is that is e- my easy my easy second, second pick. player. Oh, yeah, man. So <laughs> <laughs> I love how you like see how this all unfolds. So I'm gonna basically pick a guy that you're never gonna pick at one. <laughs> yep. Right, got gotcha. you. And then okay. you're gonna pick whoever you pick at three. I don't care. And then I'll just JSN you. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I come into the week again with negative seven, and I pick JSN, oh. who got me negative four. So he was rookie sixteen, and then I picked rookie eighteen overall, Josh Downs, who got me negative six for a total negative ten, gets me mm. negative seventeen on the 2023 season to Fineros twenty one. As so said in the notes, Feverish put together for the show, we're not allowed to pick from <laughs> the top 12 from this week or any Correct. players we picked Correct. last week. I, Cheese I am, and rice. I am dying to know what week three's 101 pick is. I am left with the lofty goal of trying to <laughs> snipe you here. Yes. But, Who is that guy that you will never pick? I'm, I'm going to let you pick him. Okay, who are you going with? Well, so I kind of want to try to guess who you're going to pick after I pick. Okay. So, But I'm going to pick Roshan Johnson because I think he has a better chance than the guy that you're going to pick. Good one. And we oh. just made a trade that you sent me, Roshan Johnson. Yeah. I think you know who I'm going to pick then. What's the guess? Well, you said I wouldn't pick him. Yeah. Oh, man, there's two players. Oh, okay, good, 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 good. It's either um, Michael Wilson or Deuce Vaughn. Neither. Oh, man. Huh. I, I have no idea. Kendra Miller. Okay. Kendra Miller, no Alvin Kamara for one more week. And Jamal Williams is out as well. Look for Kendra Miller week three. Um, how many of you wish you just sold Jamal Williams for that third you were getting offered yeah, all right. year? Right. Um, I like that one. I like that one. I hope, I hope so. I hope so. I want to see Kendra Miller do something before Kamara comes back. Earn some time. Earn that opportunity. I think we all do. Yeah, exactly. I think we all do. Yeah. <sighs> all right. All right. So, man, you are kicking my ass. I had fun this week, Swag. This is a good episode. I had fun. I always have fun. I feel I, a little bit melancholy this week, though. Like, I'd like oh to try God, to bring dude. you a little bit more explosive energy next week. I've been maybe some games. Always. Maybe oh, we so could, um, Love maybe it. some ish or wish or feverish. Remember Family Feud? Oh, yeah. You should do that. That was the best. Let me do that. The, and I don't have to do any work. Yeah, let me do Family Feud. Let's bring Family Feud back for a while. All right, I'll do the notes if you do Family Feud. You got it. Deal. I want to pick Deuce Vaughn. Okay. Why not? Three for 16 on the ground last week. Three for three for 16 in the passing game. He's got all those threes, two 16s, total of 32 yards. There's a lot of numbers here that make me think he's going to get a touchdown, make it in the top 12. Ooh. I feel like this is risky picking him. I don't have a lot of options. I do like Michael Wilson, though. I think that we might see something (laughs) from him this year. So, but I'm going to take Deuce Vaughn. All right. All right. I, I, you know, he's a little speedy guy. They've been given opportunities to. Why the hell not? And he's not very sexy. Yeah, I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to go with sexy. I'm going to go with uh, Jackson yeah. Schmidt-Njigba. I like it. My, Why can't, how can't you? Yeah. What, yeah I mean, you're going to have to, that's a slam dunk. That's We're just going to go back here. and forth on that one until he hits. This is very true. <laughs> this is this is this is probably oh, you, you can't pick him. I will. <laughs> probably very true. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Playing Carolina, not the best matchup. Mm-mm. Not the best matchup. So you might get him back. I might be laughing like, oh, ho, ho, I got JSN, and it's you next week. But I mean, man, I mean, he had six targets. Caught five yeah. of them, yeah, only no, thirty-four definitely. yards. I mean, it, it will not take much. Nah. F- whether it's more targets, a few more yards, and he's in. Yep. Even without the touchdown, you know, he might squeeze in. Absolutely. I like Jason. I think if you can try to buy him, you you should. Even just with all the other players that people feel like are hating and might want points, um, you're still paying up. It's one of those things. Um, not you're not buying low. You're you're. How do we say? 
I don't know. All I know is I didn't come to you correct for JSN, and I didn't get my deal done. I know I made an offer you probably well, can't even remember. I, I do, and yeah, I didn't like the offer, and I also... I think it was, um, like, pieces you didn't want. I feel like he's one of the players that I yeah. kind of would like to build around on that team. Yeah, 100%. So it's hard to let go of this early. It's hard for me to give you Roshan. I didn't... I, I, I'm curious how you're feeling about Roshan. I like him. I think he's going to win the job by the end of the year. Probably by mid-year. But your team, that used to be our team, your team um, Desperately needed, needed wide receiver tight end. Tight end. Wide receivers, yeah. Like You're yeah. not as well-rounded as you like to be. Right. Correct. Um, you hear that, Rookie? Like You guys have to look at Fenero's team, and we have to help him get well-rounded. <laughs> that, I mean, and if That's you want to get, get a deal done with Fenero, he's <laughs> going crazy looking at his team because he wants it to be well-rounded. Yeah, and Very true. Um, <laughs> I think it would be a good opportunity for you guys to send him some offers and work with him a little bit. And I'm being serious, too. I think it would be fun for the league. Um, the I'll send thing, Fenero more offers. The first thing they'll do is they'll look at that and go, wow, he's got a really well-rounded team already. I'll send every one of you an offer. The Dynasty Trade Calculator says you win mm-hmm. if two of you get a deal done with Feverish Fenero. Oh, there you go. That's a good. That's a good deal. Every not, one of you. Not as good as me serving up uh, Family Feud next week to you. And you'll still reject my offers. <laughs> you and I. You and I made two deals in two weeks. That's like the most we've ever done. In uh, ever, yeah. yeah. That's a lot of moving. We moved a lot of players. Panero's going. I don't know if it's good for you or bad for you. Like. <laughs> I thought it was fun. I th- I needed to mix that team up. You needed to mix your team up. You yep. knew what I was looking for. I didn't like how lopsided it was. I had a lot of running backs, and I know you like a lot of running backs. I don't mind them. I don't mind. I'm still happy with the running backs I have, to be quite honest. I gave two of them to you, but I'm still mm-hmm. pretty happy. Yep. I'm not yeah, a huge, I, I mind a long-term Brian Robinson guy, so I saw that as an opportunity to get rid of him at value. So I was like, all so, right, you know what? There, not, there I don't was know why, a, dude. It's a gut feeling that he's just not, and it's a really bad week to say you have a gut feeling about Ryan Robinson because he like fucking smashed. But no, but uh, there was something else you said um, before we made the trade. Oh yeah, that, and I don't know if this was true or not. Try to be honest. But yeah, uh, what my point is here is that you want to know your room and how to get deals done. Sometimes, like. Um, you like so i felt fenero said something to me and you felt concerned and you said and in this it was spur of the moment but fenero said my highest rostered running backs are nicholas chubb and damian pierce yeah and i didn't feel like you were saying that like fuck yeah and i was like you know what fenero doesn't want to like get burned on any more running backs in the next year or two and he's trying to make that team well-rounded i have now is my time to send this offer again because i've sent you a similar one but like we'll cancel them once games start get going stuff like that and uh i, I was just kind of like this is the time to kind of send another offer to Fernero. my tight end room is really for me yeah. like yeah it's pretty decent nice. Yeah. Um, and you hate – well, I shouldn't say you, – you aren't huge on Christian Watson, right? Like, I'm not huge on Christian Watson. So that was nice to kind of like um, say. I'll but I do it. think I do think that he's probably going to be the wide receiver one on the team when he returns. I do truly believe that. Um, I think Dubs will still be involved, but I think that that will be for Christian Watson in the future. Um, he's also – he's also like, again, with Know Your Room, like he's also somebody that – I kind of wanted to get rid of because I'm trying to flip most of that team around and make it mine a little bit. Mm-hmm. So wanting to keep JSN, it's tough to part ways with Justin Jefferson. I knew you wanted a wide receiver. Uh, I didn't feel like, I mean, my team, I'm trying to think of my team. There are a couple wide receivers that have had decent weeks on that team, but like to look at those players and be like, hey, maybe he, maybe he wants Alec Pierce. And I knew like, you know what I mean? I had to look at my wide receiver room and how well-rounded I felt like you wanted to be. And I was like, yeah, he's not just looking for a maybe dude right now. Like he right. wants to get something he feels good about as well. Yep. Yep. And he was the, he was the easiest for me to let go of like some of the players we've mentioned. Yeah. I almost, um, I almost, uh, I, we can talk it out now, uh, real quick 
as the show is winding down. I was going to flip it back to you and, and take Friarmouth out and replace him with Kincaid. And I wasn't sure if you would have accepted. So I said, you know what? This is a fair deal. I like it. I think both teams could win here. I'm going to go ahead and just pull the trigger because all I have to do is hit accept. There's no negotiating. There's no mm-hmm. wondering if it's going to come back. There's. I felt like it was a good deal for both sides. And would, you so, have, would you have taken my counter? Um, I don't think I would have immediately. Yeah. If, if, But if you did do that, I may have countered with Friar Muth again and maybe added a piece similar to like Alec Pierce. Gotcha. Like if you did counter maybe because now again, like, and this might sound like a little petty to some, but I've, I've traded for Dalton Kincaid since I took this team over. Mm-hmm. So he's a part of my regime, yep. not the previous owner. That's true. So it, there, there's weird. Yeah. You're attack. dealing with a, a yeah. some weird anal shit that I'm trying to take no, care of for it. this team. Yeah, like, I get it. Um, even though I like Fryermuth and Kincaid, we've talked about them. I think they're pretty yep. close or will be when it all shakes out and said and done. Um, Fryermuth was part of the old team. He, he wasn't thrilled about Kincaid joining kind of <laughs> a few locker room problems. And he knows. I could see, I could see Pat given, uh, Giving him a hard time for sure. Yeah, he cronked out, man. Yeah, but but I thought I I don't know. I thought it was a fun deal. I I truly mean it. Like you guys should hit Finero up, try to make him well rounded, and um, <laughs> then try to take some of my crummy deals. <laughs> nice. I am Aswagzilla Zero G. He is feverish for narrow. He, he, he. We are rookie fever. And we are rookie fever. When you kiss me, fever when you hold me tight. Fever in the morning, fever all through the night. Sun, that's up the daytime. Oh, 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 oh,